Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, Tuesday of our new little mini-series called uh, Abiding in the Vine Refresher. Uh, so it's opportunity for all of us, including you and I, to yes. keep being reminded of how beautiful uh and we use we uh, we kind of use this word refresher as a uh, it's a re, it's a, a reminder, but it's also kind of the essence of it, and that is right. Life with abiding is refreshing mm-hmm. uh, because it's life. It's it's His yeah. life to us, and He is light, and He is mm-hmm. good, and and He has wonderful things to speak to us, uh, and He characterizes it as as life, and we'll talk about. What does that mean? And we actually had a conversation uh, with a group of guys this last week, and we used the word uh, quickening of the spirit mm-hmm. um, as they were describing, you know, tell me what it, what it felt like to have you here. And they talked about it. And I said, well, there's a term for that uh, called yeah. quicken, quickening of the spirit where you sense, you begin to sense a little bit of a difference between you know, not God and God, because where God is speaking, where God says something, where God uh, reveals something, there's a quickening where your spiritual life is like, huh, uh, that's that's uh, unique, that's special, pay attention, uh, that's life, and we start to pay attention to that process that he's, by the way, is 24-7, so it's not just when we're studying the Bible. Right. It can be at any point in time, and like, for example, <laughs> for me, um, you know, my tendency is uh, is to get things done. Right. Uh, let's go. Um, I'm I'm always moving toward resolution, solution, answers, action. <laughs> and so, um, you know, there'll be situations where somebody has emailed me something, somebody has spoken something, or I'm in the middle of a conversation. Uh, and okay, I'm going to respond to that. Uh, right. And sometimes it's it's even with, uh, and because of, and my daughter has helped me with this, Michelle. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> you know, she says that you're the way you think, the way you function is is bullet point, direct, um, and you get just it done. Get to the point. <laughs> you know. Um, she said the way it comes across is sometimes to somebody who's not used to that mm-hmm. is they they sense it as a little bit harsh mm-hmm. uh, a little bit um uh, you don't seem to have any sensibility to anything that i'm thinking or feeling um and um in a sense too too curt um a little now, too direct or yeah, something yeah now my heart isn't that way i'm not i'm not thinking i'm trying to come across uh, harsh or direct or or too uh, uh, heavy, 
mm-hmm. uh, or directive. It's it's just that's kind of how I think. I'm not thinking with that essence of judgment. But she said you, you kind of come across that way. Well, right. Um, so I can be in conversation. I can be in um, email exchange, and the spirit will quicken my heart and say, "Don't say that." <laughs> or not like that anyway. <laughs> don't, don't respond that way yet or wait, you know, do mm-hmm. it a different way. Uh, what you're about ready to do is going to cause you more trouble because mm-hmm. um, I know something. Uh, even even about how they're going to interpret. I know your heart is different, but the way they're going to interpret that is this way and you're going to cause yourself trouble. Uh, or that isn't actually what you're about ready to do or say isn't of me, it's of the flesh. Um, and I, I'm telling you, don't do it. And it's, it's called the quickening of the spirit that happens in a sense all the time. Um, right. So it's not just when we say abiding, it's in the relationship. It's not just when you're in the word. It's important to be in the word. Uh, and it's important to process in the word. But um, it's all the time. Um, yeah. and he can- I love that you're bringing this up because it is there is so much intimacy involved in it. And I think we can get and I know um, I think Anna, when we had my daughter and her friend Reagan on, I think she may have talked about this a little bit, even that we can just in our method of of wanting to have a system that we feel successful at or we're doing the right thing, we can put abiding in a box even. Yes. And, and suddenly it becomes something we do. I have my abide time, check. <laughs> and, and abiding is literally fully embracing and living out the idea of a manual God with us. It is intimacy with him 24 seven. And so we need to take it out of the box and learn what does it look like to know I am with him in communication with him all day long. And yes, there are times when it, Part of that abiding is in his word, but there are other times part of it's in conversation with others. Part of it's just listening to the quickening of his spirit. There's so many elements that define abiding because abiding is intimacy. Yes, yes, Um, that's it. Uh, And so as we uh, keep refreshing about this is think of relationship, intimacy with God who loves us, cares about us. Um, my experience, uh, as I've uh, experienced it over over decades and, and time, is uh, it's fun. Uh, and yeah. my, my experience with him is he's funny. Uh, so he says funny things, and he challenges me in a in a way, you know, that um, his perspective on something that I'm <laughs> I'm either not getting or understanding or right. uh, or moving in the wrong direction. Uh, is well let me let me use a fun way to bring you back that hits me uh, interesting enough the way that i i operate and think where um, i can be challenging to people and i've learned how to do it generally speaking in a, in a fun way of not a harsh way it's it's like when somebody's struggling or or going uh, kind of sideways or uh, missing something you know i'll uh uh, I'll use the way that I've been taught by God, the way he deals with me is in a, in a funny way. So like, for example, uh, was with a group of guys and um, an executive, and um, he's making statements that he thinks is, mm-hmm. this is what I'm supposed to do, and he's making statements. 
that are opposite of God. Of God. Uh, now he's a Christian and making it to a group of, of guys, and I'm, which I'm one of, uh, as if, isn't this a good thing? Right. And so, you know, and, and the spirit. We can all relate to that at yeah, times, right? Yeah. And, and the spirit, now he's talking, he says, mm-hmm. and the spirit says, this isn't of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rich, do you recognize what he just said? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I want you. And, I, and then I, I say, now it's happening. And I'm hearing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to say something? <laughs> Right. He, said, he says, yeah, uh, I do, because it's he's going off in the wrong direction, and he's attributing it as this is a good thing. It's not. Um, and you gotta, oh, that's you gotta, good. you got to help him and help, help the girl group. Okay, so I said so I said to him, I said, stop just a second. I said, do you realize what you just said? Uh, and see, that's how, that's how God talks to me. Rich, Rich do, you, do you realize what you did? Did you see what you did? Do you see what you just did? Do you, do you realize? I mean, think about what you're saying. Think about, and, and this makes sense to you, you know? And, right. Um, and it's always funny. It's always fun, funny, and enjoyable. And, and so I say to everybody, hey, did you realize what you just said? And he says, no. What do you mean? I said, repeat what you just said. Yeah. And he does. And everybody then catches it. Like whoa, wait a wait a minute. Do you really? We all just kind of understood. Wait a second. What you just said—that's <laughs> that's not what God is saying. And, right. And you got an issue here that that you actually just stated, but you but we were going past it, and we got to stop here a second, and revisit what you just said, and ask God what does He have to say about that, and we we now as a group are doing that all because he used this funny process with me is, you know, did you hear what he just said? Um, right. Cause that's how I right. talk to you when, when you're not right. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, so the relationship is a loving, beautiful, uh, there is no condemnation. It's always that mm. oh, yeah, maybe I need to show you something and maybe, yeah, you're going the wrong way or yeah, you've, you've caused yourself all kinds of trouble because you weren't listening to me. Right. But, yeah, well, you know, you want to come back and let me right. fix all this and, and let me show you what it looks like. And, uh, and again, uh, we talked about this before, but the prophetic is always, uh, it says it's uh, encouraging, uh, instructive, and it can be challenging and comforting. Uh, it's always, well, how about now? Right. I, I know you got a problem. Uh, I know you have unforgiveness in your heart. Why don't you come with but me? Let God me, can restore let me, it. Let me yeah. give it to you. Um, mm-hmm. It's how about now, which is the essence of the gospel. And see, God's life is always now forward. And mm-hmm. that's why when we talk about hearing his voice and processing with him, it's all the time and it's now. Right. And his view of it is, yeah, I know what happened yesterday. Yeah, I know what, I know what you did. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you just said. Um, let me walk you into my beautiful answers for this, my beautiful life for you. Do you have a heart to go? Uh, and I'll do the work out of my heart of love for you, which I want you to enjoy and never be in a, a position where because I'm inviting you to say, hey, Rich, it's time for you to look at this. Like you, like you said, uh, as you go into this weekend with your uh, group, 
he said, well, there's some repentance issues here. And by the way, honey, you got you got some too. Right, uh, right. You don't take that as as condemnation and like, uh-oh, I'm no, in trouble. It's you, actually exciting. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now talk about that a little bit. So Because that's the way, that's the life of abiding. It's actually exciting when that happens. Why is that exciting? Because I know... Um, that that is he I, I know one because I've pressed into that and asked him already to reveal some of it to me that it's because he has more for me yeah. and and so he wants to show me some areas that I haven't even recognized that he's going to step me back into because there's more and because he plans to do more through that and and also with my team and there's been an exciting theme even I got a text this morning from one of the gals who's going to be at the retreat and she's like look at what God's already telling me and I'm looking at she's sent me a picture of her journal um, in preparation for the weekend. And I'm like, I'm not going to have to say a word about repentance. He's just going to pour it out. Because, I mean, he's already doing that as I have prayed into. He's alerted me to this to be praying into. And he is already laying groundwork. When we come together, he's doing a work. And it's going to be really exciting because I know he's he's authored it. He will finish it. And on the other side of it is this beautiful promise and place of, of what he's stepping us into. And honestly, the adventure he's inviting us into for this year as a team, yeah. I think requires this, this further level of really authentically walking this out because it, it matters yeah. and it's going to be really cool, yeah. but he is, has spoken life to that. And why is it not um, heavy or fearful for you personally? Because that's going to involve you too. Um, oh, so absolutely. Why, why do you still, well, this is still exciting. Why, why do you see it that way? Well, one, as you've always taught us, I know his will is best, none better, <laughs> you know, so I know that. Um, the other thing is my heart's desire is to look more like him and to truly be the visible expression of the invisible God. And so if he is inviting me, he wants to do some circumcision of my heart that makes me look more like him go to it, God. I'm, I want to be in that place because I know that's where true joy is. And, and I know he's going to accomplish it. And in the process, I'm going to get to see him do some incredible supernatural works. Yes. So yep. it's, it's an adventure, even, even sanctification, even reprimand, all of that is an adventure because his heart is, is loving towards us and just wanting to be with us. And, and he does it, you know, I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, uh, he's leading you to see, he's leading you to victory, leading you to freedom. Yes, there's freedom, yes, absolutely. Uh, why would you not? So when he says, hey, it's time, uh, see, and I've learned this too, is when he convicts me and said, hey, it's time for you to learn this thing that, that really yeah. you're not uh, understanding and you're, you're walking too much in the flesh on this, uh, I now am going to uh, bring you to freedom See, my thought is, well, fantastic. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. It's not going to be, and, and it's not going to be arduous, and it's not going to be wallowing. Because remember, um, and this is this is important for we believers in today's uh, life is, it's he said it's not therapy, <laughs> right? Uh, it's I'm oh, not that's so I'm not going to have you yes. I'm not going to have you wallow in all the crud. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I may identify a few things and causes and, and uh, hey, do you understand something? Uh, but um, let me take you to the good stuff, the healing of that, the, the beautiful mm -hmm. part of it. And, I, and the way I uh, bring an analogy of, and I had this happen to me, <clears throat> where I had an infected uh, gallbladder. Yeah. Um, 
and I go to the hospital and uh, I'm in pain um, and they don't really understand why what's going on so I take the ultrasound and uh, the, the surgeon uh, you know comes in uh, at 11 o'clock at night um, I was there during the day and I was in great pain uh, and he says I'm gonna go look at your I happen to have a surgery I just had to finish emergency uh, since I'm here I'm gonna go look at your ultrasound come back and tell you what we're gonna what we should do you know okay so he comes back 20 minutes later he says well son you got two choices uh, either you can die in the next 60 minutes or you can go to surgery right now and we can take care of this. He says, you have gangrene all over your system and you're about ready to break through what's called the peritoneal cavity, which means all your fluids and everything pours out and you'll die. That's it. You're done. And what would you like Tough to do? Tough decision, huh? Yeah. Uh, what would you like to do? <laughs> well, uh, I think I'll go to surgery. So, you know, so he, I, he has a, it's a five-hour surgery. You know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. I still got a long scar because it had to be left open. Couldn't even be closed up. Um, so the next day, um, he comes to me and you know, he talks. He says, now, I can tell um, that um, you, you have eaten a lot of food, like fried food, right? Were you, did you eat a lot of fried food as a kid? You know, yeah. You know, um, you've eaten poorly, and your gallbladder couldn't manage it, and it finally wore out. And it, and it, so indeed, you've actually caused some of this. I, I yeah. caused it. You know, you caused it because of, of the of the stuff that you did. Um, but he says, you know, it's re- been removed. Uh, you're going to have a slightly different uh, process going on because it, it has a function that you're not going to have anymore. But uh, you got to learn to eat properly. Um, but you know, we'll get there. So uh, he came every day because I was in the hospital for about six days. Um, mm-hmm. because uh, the scar, he couldn't sew it up because the gangrene had to keep seeping out. Um, so they had to leave it open. They left it open actually for the entire month and it closed up mm. by itself. So I have this really thick, deep scar, you know, uh, from top to bottom. Um, but every day he came and uh, he says, how's the healing going? Uh, now, by the way, stay here and take the things I tell you to take and receive the things I'm telling you to do until I, until I release you because right. you're, you're healthy enough to go home. Um, and he says, every day, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Are you, you know, um, do we need to tweak anything? Is, is, um, are you experiencing, are you being faithful to what I've asked you to do? And, and what, I, what I try to help people spiritually is, uh, yeah, he might put his finger on something. Yeah, this this is what happened. This is what caused it. But at that point, he never came back in and said, you fool, idiot, jerk. Right. You deserve this because, because, because. He said, yeah. And we- not a daily reminder of that fried chicken you had over chicken. and over. This, this, is you know? <laughs> you, this is why you're struggling. You know, it's, it's, uh, we, we understood it. But he said, what I care about and what God says I care about is healing let me bring you the healing and at that point see it didn't really matter what caused it the question was well are you going to let me bring healing to you and that's what the focus is and and right. that's that's why when you say well i'm gonna i'm gonna have you deal with some repentance well hallelujah he's not going to beat me up about it he's not going right. to club me about it he's just going to say let me bring you healing about that and every day it's well how's it going right 
Um, right. And that's what it looks like. So that um, when you learn that, when he says, hey, it's time, hey, I want to tell you about repentance or rich, uh, I need to show you something here about something in your life that isn't of me. I My reaction is, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, I can hardly wait to do it. Because, by the way, it'll be my work. It's not going to beat me up. It's going to be about the healing. Um, and so he describes it to us. So uh, as we get into abiding, let's be reminded of the simplicity of it. So go to John yes. chapter uh, 15, uh, verses uh, uh, 1 through 5 to start with. John 15, uh, 1 to 5. And uh, this is a description. Remember, he's in the upper room. Uh, his final moments with his disciples, and it's John 13 through 17. Uh, and he's talking about the Holy Spirit. He's talking about the life. Um, and he gets into this discussion of a spiritual truth that is, that is so wonderful that he said, remember, and, I, and I, I think he's been teaching his disciples this, but he says, remember what I've taught you about abiding. Right. Uh, and he makes a statement, John 15, 1 to 5. Go ahead and read that for us. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Yeah. Uh, so he gives this great analogy um, of the vineyard and the vine and the winemaking, and um, this is something that he personally did. Uh, he was active. Actually, I've been in, uh, taking a tour, to, tours to Jerusalem. I've led him, and we take him to Nazareth, and there's a, an actual place that is the exact place that he made wine in. Um, from the oh, grapes. that's cool. Uh, so he knew all about the vineyards and the mm-hmm. process and how it worked, um, and Jesus did it. And he said, I want to share with you this wonderful analogy that is timeless. Uh, it's spiritual, but it's timeless, and that now here we are 2,000 years later, we can relate to it because, interesting enough, it hasn't changed that much. Right, uh, Everything right. else has had so much progress that, you know, you would look at farming, for example, and it'd say, well, that's, that's all been automated. Um, and he said, well, with vineyards and vines, you can't automate it. Uh, now, right. you, can, you can do some things, and there's some mechanical things that you can do, and a little bit more sophisticated because of measurement and that kind of thing. But the essence of it is still the same today that it was 2,000 years ago. So uh, beautiful, right? So he gives this beautiful uh, uh, picture of here's what happens. And he said, first of all, uh, he said, I'm the vine. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we know something about that. Christ is the vine. What does a vine do? A vine is really the source of life. It's the source of all the life that is mm-hmm. into the process, and yes. it comes from the vine itself. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said, I am your source of all life. Mm-hmm. Uh so that we, well, we say, well, we know we're living. <laughs> we can, we can, you know, we can uh, identify that. He said, no, I'm talking about the essence of of what it means to have the fullness of life, the the joy of life. I remember he said, I've come to give you in John 10:10, 10, 10, which we talked about last time. I've come to give you what? 
life and life. to give it to you abundantly. And give it to you super abundantly. And I, and literally, I'm giving it to you. I'm the source of it. Um, uh, I have it and want to give it to you. He said, so recognize that life and the, and the abundant life is going to come from me. Okay, then he says, uh, my father is the vine dresser. Okay, what does a vine dresser do? I love this part of the illustration. Really does everything. Yeah. It's, it's the decision maker in all of it yeah. um, orchestrates what grapes are going to grow, when it needs to be watered, when it needs to be harvested, what fruit is actually going to be produced. Um, it really does it all. Yeah. Lays out the entire garden. Yeah, and yeah. the vine dresser uh, is the master mm-hmm. who is making all the decisions because he has a will. That's why we talked about mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's both the the fruit of of the of our particular life, but it's also uh, following his will. Circumstances, right? Part of the bigger answer, picture there. Answers because he's the he's the decision maker. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Uh, he really illustrates it uh, and says every decision mm-hmm. of the entire process is by the vine dresser. Interesting enough, Christ said, it's not mine. I'm the vine. And by the way, it's not yours because you're the what? Because you're the branch. You're the branch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the branch. There is a God and I am not him. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and the branch, he says, has to what? be connected to they connected to the vine your role period your role isn't much mm-hmm. it's really to be connected stay connected abide mm-hmm. that's why he uses the word abide literally the word is abide stay in connect to uh, the vine um, and out of that we'll see a result but it's it's stay connected and he does say here you have a choice I'm not going to force you to and just because you're my child my part of my family. Um, I don't force you to abide. It's a choice right. out of your free will. And it goes back to what we talked about yesterday about uh, doulas, uh, bond servant. Mm-hmm. You recognize, well, that's where the life is. That's where the mm-hmm. fruit is. That's where the result is. Of course, I'll stay connected. And then um, I will deliver to you life uh, and think about the life is through the Holy Spirit who's coming through the branch to produce the fruit. Uh, so he's the sap. He's the connectivity okay. between the vine and, and us and the, and the life. And the vine dresser is making all these decisions Yes. Um, about the function of the process, uh, which involves us as a branch. Um, and uh, he says, if you abide, there will be what? Much fruit. Fruit. It says fruit, more fruit, much fruit, as he so determines it uh, and when he determines it. But there absolutely, and this is what we can rely on, if you really grab hold of this and abide and hear his voice and walk with him, there absolutely will be fruit. Mm. Um, You can count on it. Uh, and by the way, what? The fruit that he so decides yeah. that he wants to deliver to you, you know, now. Um, and we'll talk about uh, two different types of fruit, but but fruit. Um, well, one thing he says in there is um, I'm going to I'm going to prune you. 
uh, okay, now, and actually describes it, what kind of branches does he prune? So I love this part. If, can I word geek on yeah, this just yeah, a little bit? Ahead, it's one of my bet. favorite parts. So, um, you know, it says in here, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. That's that first one. And that word in the Greek is actually eros, A-E-R-O-S. And that is literally to dig up. So the things that are not fruitful, he digs up and throws them away. And then I know you've shared before the illustration in a vineyard, they actually will burn those branches that are that are dug up so that they don't re, um, re-root yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Right. Um, but so anything not fruitful, he literally eros, digs them up and takes them away. And then every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear fruit. And when I was first learning this, that was one of the things I pressed into is, well, why did he use um, slightly different words there? And that one, that particular prune is katheros, K-A-T-H-A-E-R-O-S. And so, of course, that struck me because my name is Kathy. So that, <laughs> that spoke to me a little more. But what was really cool about that is that that pruning was really a pruning for purification to make more bountiful. And so the things that were already good, that pruning was he was going to cut that back so that they can be even more so and produce even better fruit. And so there's two pictures of pruning there. One, getting rid of the things that are not fruitful and another creating margin for phenomenal fruit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he says... The ones that I prune are healthy branches connected to the vine. Yeah. Uh, he said, so I'm, 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 uh, you are already made that decision and now I've got to prune you back. Um, and think of uh, the simplicity of that is, because uh, there's all kinds of, um, you know, uh, thoughts about what, what does pruning look like, but mm -hmm. it's simply cutting back because why? You're getting too big. Yeah. There's too much. Uh, it's actually crowding everything out. You're not getting sunlight. You're not getting water. And interesting enough, if you let a if you let a vineyard go, and there, of course, you know, people have that happen to them because either through you know death or in, uh, just neglect, the branches keep growing and growing and growing, and they're beautiful, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, magnificent. But there's no fruit, right? Uh, because the life can't get to the into the fruit is consumed by the branch and it basically stops producing it uh, mm -hmm. so he says I got to cut you back and what that means and this is this is an important part of abiding is and I usually say this uh, to the groups when we have a uh, people come and learn this I say uh, and they all they all uh, a sense of this everybody in this room is doing too much um, your margin is is not is not much you're you're too active in stuff and you don't have the margin you don't even have the margin to learn what it is to abide because one of the questions is why aren't you abiding hey, i'm too busy yeah no kidding right right uh, no kidding yeah you can't take the time to be with the god of the universe who wants to give you mm -hmm. life and you and you're off doing your stuff because you're 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 not allowing him to prune you back so it's got to cut you back and it's a consistent thing. So when you think of a vineyard, he doesn't cut you back once. Right. He cuts you back when? It's all, a continual process. All the time. Yes. To create the margin. So it's a process. And we actually have a, uh, we have a course mm -hmm. um, that's called uh, Christ Clutter in the Calendar. Uh, is 
how do we let him prune us so that we can live a life of freedom and margin uh, and again joy because mm -hmm. of it because people have attributed uh, to a particularly American Christians is the more that I do the better right um, and isn't that a good thing uh, mm -hmm. and he says no I gotta I gotta pull you back and things like and I know Dan's going through this right now uh, Sabbath rest mm -hmm. recreation I gotta I gotta bring that into your life because that's part of the joy of who I am right to exactly create, create that margin so uh, pruning is a big deal uh, and we got to constantly be letting him uh, and again it's a question of uh, in a way it's back to the purity of what we're saying are you enjoying the abiding right a uh, couple things there one you might be sh short-circuiting your abiding because you're too busy and that's mm -hmm. why you're not enjoying the abiding because you're you've drifted off into into yeah I do I do the work of it but I'm not living it out anymore because I'm too busy right. well yeah because guys I gotta cut you back right uh, or um, you're you're burdened with I can't seem to get everything done uh, mm -hmm. and I'm tired and I'm weary uh, yeah he says because I've got to cut you back and and so it's really, really critical as a piece of abiding is, are you enjoying the abiding, which then translate is, well, are you enjoying life um, and all that I have for you? And maybe I need to prune you or to cut you back. Um, and he says, if you abide, uh, you'll, you'll bear fruit. Um, and, the, and the fruit, think of the fruit is the goal of the vine dresser. Um, Absolutely. And uh, he cares about the fruit uh, not the, not even even the the beauty of everything. Just did did we produce fruit that mm -hmm. I decided was 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 to be delivered, and I pruned and I watered and I had the branches connected to the vine so that they could produce fruit, and that's what I care about. Um, you know, fruit, more fruit, much fruit to deliver into your life. Okay, now let's look at that. So go to. Uh, uh, seven and eight in that chapter, and then we'll we'll talk about the types of fruit uh, that he talks about. He, this is an sure. if-then statement. Okay. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Yeah. So in this case, he's saying that fruit uh, is if. You abide in me and my words, which we'll, we'll get into. Right. What he says to us resides in us. We're starting mm -hmm. to process it. That's why we remember we've talked, we've kind of segmented. There's times of theme. There's there's abiding of theme. Mm -hmm. And then there's abiding of discerning God's will. Well, right. uh, primarily the, the two areas are, is what I'm saying to you in the theme starting to be inside of you are you experiencing it and living it experiencing it living it out uh, if you're abiding in me and my words of this theme is abiding in you uh, and then secondly is as I'm giving you instruction to the activities of life uh, and your questions and your decisions and your issues that you need answers for is what I'm saying residing in that so that, oh, now I know his will. Right. Uh, well, he said, when you do that, you can pray. 
what I've said to you, it's going to happen. Right. And by this, my father is what? Glorified. Okay, now think about that. He absolutely is glorified. Under what condition is God ever going to be glorified? When we bear testament to what he has done and people see God's work in our life, God's fruit in our life, not of our own. Okay, so there's a quality difference and a activity difference between what you can do. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I, I can do, you can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, okay. Kind of Camus wine versus Behringer wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, wasn't that nice, but when God does it, it's supernatural, it's unique, it's special. Uh, I spoke to it, you heard it, you, you understood it, you prayed, and I fulfilled it, and then you can recognize it that it was me. And when it, when you do, what will you do? Bear witness yeah. and glorify Him. It'll be it'll be a absolute natural thing to do because I, I know it wasn't me, and I don't even care about taking credit for it. I want to just testify. Look at what God did. Look at what God did. So He says, um, as you're looking at theme, and as you're looking at my will. Uh, look at fruit in the same two buckets. One is I'm doing something in you to right. have you receive, be transformed, understand, experience uh, a life, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, transformation, understanding forgiveness, understanding like he's, he's going to do this weekend with you. Well, let me share with you repentance. Um, I don't. I don't want you to learn about repentance. Right. I want you to live it and see right. the fruit. Right. And by the way, that's the starting point for the fruit that I'm going to produce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so it'll be something that I'm going to do in you. So there's always this thematic work of God, mm -hmm. that, and it'll produce fruit because you'll experience it. Right. He said. Secondly, is uh, you're going to ask me my will. I'm going to speak it to you. I'm going to give you truth for you to receive. And you'll pray, would you fulfill what you said about that circumstance? Uh, right. And he says, I will. Mm -hmm. And when I do, what, what have I done? God speaking. I've changed circumstances. Right. Uh, I did things that you recognize was involving you. And I did something. Mm -hmm. to make it happen. Right. I, br I brought it about. I was with a friend yesterday, um, just a sweet, sweet friend who um, fully understands abiding. And um, she and her husband have gone through an interesting season. Of, one of these days we'll have them on the podcast. Um, but they have gone through just an interesting season over the last year and a half. And some of the things that God is redirecting and even um, career-wise, some things that um, that her husband has gone through and this knowing they're in a season where they know God is calling him to another career change because of the direction that things are going in the companies in and they um, have been abiding on it. And as they looked at, you know, she is, she's one who by personality tends to be resistant to change. And, um, and so she was wrestling with God in her, in her time with him. You know, I know this is coming, but you know, I like, I like these things about where we're at right now. These are things that have, 
have been a sweet season where we're at. And it was so cool listening to her talk about how she has learned to hear his voice and step into this. And, um, and she really, basically God spoke to her and said, I know you like these things about it. I want you to write down and ask me for, for some of these that bring joy to your heart. I want you to, to come together with your husband and I want y'all to write out the things that bring joy to your heart in this position and bring them before me. And I will show you how I can deliver those in the next position. And you hold those desires that I revealed to you and I planted in you because they're, they are exactly what will bear fruit. And no sooner had they done that and brought that before God and, and listed out these desires of their heart that he planted in them, then he just dropped, literally dropped a new career opportunity in front of um, this couple that literally meets every one of those desires. And so they are just praising him through the midst of it. And it, it's just incredibly beautiful to watch because they understand how to seek him and how he works the desires of their heart and and the freedom to when you're abiding and that word is in you his rhema that he's spoken to you personally when he speaks that you can bring that right back to his feet and then watch him fulfill yes yeah um and um what a great story of abiding receiving praying and god says you know watch what i'm about ready to deliver and by the way and this is part of the abiding um, and I know that they went through this, is um, don't accept mediocrity. Yes. Uh, do not compromise on second best to say, well, I guess I could take that. He says, no, you, you and I have processed to, you know, I'm going to deliver this. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. And what then when I do, you, I, will, I will perform Right. Deliver what now you know, and you, and then when, by the way, when I do, you'll say, "Well, that's it." He'll yes, say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't need to keep looking elsewhere. This is it. This is it. Uh, receive it. Uh, and so I'll change circumstances. So fruit is this these themes that he's working in your heart uh, to experience, and it's going to be a while, and it's transformational, and it's things like forgiveness and you know, repentance, and I'm in grace right now, is uh, I want you to experience a deeper level of what that really is. I don't want you to learn about it. Yeah. Um, the fruit will be you experiencing the, the, the result of that theme, by the way, where? In life, in your life, really. Uh, and then secondly is circumstances, questions, decisions, issues, problems. I need resolution. Come to me, abide with me, let me speak. I'll tell you what I'm going to do and what I want you to do. And you pray it like like that couple did. Yeah. And I'll deliver it to you. And then right. change circumstances is fruit of the life. And that's what thrills us. Is like, yes. well, look how cool is that? I mean, uh, I bet. <laughs> it's only God can do, you know. <laughs> what, what, what's, their heart, what's their heart like having oh, had this there. experience? They're so joy-filled and hope-filled and excited for what's ahead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, this is really interesting, by the way. Um, God answered the question. Mm-hmm. Delivered it to him. <laughs> and you just said it. Uh, guess what? Is that the end? No. No. It's There's so much more ahead. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like, okay, uh, now that we're here, 
Mm-hmm. Now what? Right. Uh, he said, well, I have more to show you and see uh, God's will. And we've said this over and over again. It's not a destination. It's a path. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along the way, you're going to have these milestones like they just experienced. I, I delivered to you. I got you in the right spot. Right. And, you, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, now, don't leave me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't go. Don't <laughs> stop abiding because, okay, got it. Right. Stay with me because I got a whole bunch more. There's so much more. Yeah. To share with you. You know, so life, see, the life is the vibrancy of the life of Christ that all we got to do is attach, abide, stay with, enjoy, receive. The vine dresser will take the system. By the way, fruit comes from the entire system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting enough, can the vine produce fruit by itself? No. No. See, it requires the branch. Can mm-hmm. the branch produce a life by its or fruit fruit by itself? No. No, it has to be connected to the vine, and the entire thing, under the guidance of the vine dresser, mm-hmm. is what produces fruit. And so it's not you, it's not me, it's not even Christ alone. It's everything coming together in abiding. God says, "I now can produce fruit," right? Um, and and watch and and let me do it. So. Uh, it's a beautiful, I, I just can't overemphasize how, <laughs> how, how profoundly simple, mm-hmm. but how profoundly beautiful of producing fruit, which is our real heart, mm-hmm. is I would like to enjoy life and have freedom. And I would like to have answers to my issues of life. And he says, both of those will happen absolutely 100% if you abide. Yes. And, and abiding is stay connected, just stay connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we're we're going to get into the beauty of the word of that. There is there is an important because he says I need to speak to you through the, my word. I've already written stuff, but I want to I want to show you what that looks like. But remember, it's twenty four seven. Abiding yes. isn't well. It I, is a I, relationship. It, it is not a process. Yeah, it's not that. Well, I did my quote abiding today. Mm-hmm. And now I go off and do my work. He says, no, you're abiding all the time in the relationship. And my sheep, what do we say? Hear my Hear voice. Hear my voice. Yeah. See, all the time. Yes. Uh, and it's a beautiful thing uh, that we get to experience. So uh, fruit, more fruit, much fruit. Uh, why would you not learn that? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, how beautiful it is. So <laughs> it we'll, is a delight. <laughs> yeah. So we'll pick up again tomorrow uh, more about this. We'll get into a little bit of the aspect of the word of this what does it mean to abide in his word uh which Mm -hmm. is we want to refresh everybody about that process but uh, i hope you've enjoyed uh getting reminded of how beautiful and and enjoyable and fun and uh, life-giving this is Uh, and again we want to keep asking are you enjoying it if you're not well there's something not right and stay with us so we can help you refresh it so we'll pick it up again tomorrow kathy that sounds great thank you enjoying this so much as you can tell i think you guys can probably hear both of our excitement on this topic it's just too much fun Um, but thanks for joining us as always if you are finding today um, just inspirational encouraging and learning from it be a friend and tell a friend um, and invite them into this because this abundant life that God describes is not limited to just a few people. It is open to any of us who decide to step in yeah. and just uh, follow him. So, um, yeah, bring others yep. along, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Have Thank a great you. day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See. 
your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.